Welcome to Live in the Messiah's Love. I'm your host, Kamisha Lucier, and I'm so glad that you're here. Welcome back. I'm glad to be spending this time in the Word of God with you, and I'm very grateful and appreciative to the Most High God to be a part, a part of your walk with Jesus Christ and your growth in Him. My beloved is here, so welcome, darling. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Thanks for being here. I always appreciate your willingness to... Um, Walk alongside me with this and mm-hmm. share what the Lord has poured into your heart as well. It's what we're called to do. Amen. Amen. Today's episode is called Chain of Command. So we're switching gears. Um, we just concluded another section and now we're heading into the Chain of Command. And this is all a part of our basic training series. And in specific um, detail, it's a part of the spiritual warfare um, lessons that we're going over. So before we get into the word, let's open up in prayer. Lord, we thank you. My heavenly father, you love us and you are great and you are exalted in all the earth. We thank you, Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, for your love, your faithfulness, your highly exalted name, and that you establish your works in the earth. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for always being here with us and in us and showing the will of the Father and developing and cultivating the will of the Father on the inside of us. Thank you so much, God, for who you are and for all that you've done. We cannot spend enough time thanking you to equal what you are due and what you're worthy of. We just praise you. We praise you. We praise you. We praise you. And we exalt your name and all the earth. And we thank you, Lord, that your word your love, your compassion, and your relationship with us is more than enough to supply our every need. It's more than enough to fill and mend what's broken in our lives and in our hearts, and it's more than enough to restore us to the place that you've called us to. Lord, I thank you for your your children, your faithful believers and the members of your body, Christ. And I just ask you to cause the eyes of their understanding and their hearts to be enlightened. I thank you for the the light of the glorious gospel shining in on them and bringing your light to the dark places and providing clarity, hope, and strength and love to those who love you, Lord. I just ask you right now, Father, in the almighty name of Jesus, to reshed your love abroad in our hearts so that we have a fresh pouring out of your spirit and your anointing and the, the love of God that sets us free and that destroys every yoke. And we thank you for that. Every yoke of bondage is destroyed, not broken, where it can be glued or repaired, but destroyed and obliterated. And we are absolutely free. And we stand in your presence as your free people, your free children who love you, God, and who are washed, baptized, saturated, and submersed in your love for us, Jesus Christ. So we thank you for all of that, Lord. We thank you for ministering to us. And we just bind the hand of the adversary. He would come to try to steal, kill, and destroy, or cause distractions or delay to the promises that you have released in the earth and promised to your people. We bring those in with our faith. We surround our minds with faith, hope, and love, and we release your healing power and your restoring power to our physical bodies in the almighty name of Jesus. We thank you for your correction, Holy Spirit, and your specific guidance. Guide us into all truth and show us things to come. We love you, Lord. We worship you in the almighty name of Jesus, and we thank you, Lord. In Jesus' almighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Okay. So the episode title is chain of command. And we are going to talk about what the chain of command in the kingdom of God is and where we fit into that. 
So just just basic for us to get this understanding. We are from the Father in heaven. We talked about that when we discussed our heritage and uh, we went over the map and everything. So we, we've already covered that. We are from heaven and we come down from the Father and we're foreigners or sojourners traveling through the earth. The earth is not our home. It is the choosing ground. And we have come through the earth to make our choice for Christ and maintain it, to participate in the overall mission of the Godhead, which is to restore his family to himself, and to carry out our unique mission as a part of that great mission that the Lord has. And we each have been assigned a role that's a part of it while we're here in the earth. So we are citizens of heaven. And because we're citizens of heaven, we need to understand the chain of command. And from a military standpoint, the chain of command means what, honey? Tell us about the chain of oh, command. Oh, it is of the utmost importance. And and from boot camp on, mm-hmm. you're always, I'll say required, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially when you get into leadership, but always required to know, to understand who your chain of command is from the top down. Now, here's the, the key difference. I'll say this, in, in a traditional, standard, natural forces, military, it always starts with the leader of the nation on down, mm-hmm. right? People that are so outside, they are part of your chain of command, but no one you're ever really going to talk with, connect with, unless you're in very key spots or, or mm-hmm. roles, right? Units, as it were, mm-hmm. and positions. But here's the, the key difference. You have a direct link and connection to the head of the chain of command. Oh, so, so you're saying we as, as citizens of heaven, we absolutely. have a direct link to our chain of command, but civilians are in the natural military, you can, you're never going to meet the president of the United States, for uh, and example. And if you, if you do, maybe. it's to get a reward or a award. Excuse it's a scarce me, right? situation. Or because something, and in, in, in that might be because something went horrifically wrong or something went amazingly well right Mm -hmm. but we can always just call on our heavenly father he's Mm -hmm. he's our heavenly father but Mm -hmm. he is also right the uh, the head amen (laughs) i I mean it says christ is the head but he's part of the godhead so jesus sought to i'll say delighted in doing the father's work that the father would be glorified amen amen so we have a specific chain of command that's a part of the kingdom of God. Um, and we see reflections of that in the natural. God's is, God's is original. <laughs> He's the original and his is first. And as we are strengthening ourselves and we are developing into the warriors that God has asked us to be, and we are becoming that elite force, understanding, respecting, and remaining submitted to the heavenly chain of command mm-hmm. is of utmost importance to us. And as you said, my love, our the chain of command that we fall under is one of love and deep relationship, oneness that we see reflected in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He demonstrated that for us. And we get to be an intricate part of the, the Godhead yes. and his sovereignty. We're not the boss. But we get to have relationship and commune and fellowship with the chain of command, the spiritual. And um, and as you grow and mature and develop, you will also get this. And I'll say, grow, mature, and develop. But more, I'll say, which equal of equal importance, as the Lord is able to trust you to give you these places and these positions of leadership in the chain of command, as it were. 
higher roles and if you will, I'll say rank and responsibilities for lack of a better way to phrase it, like you would see in a traditional military. Um, note, you will note that even in a traditional military, who's in charge, those roles, they're constantly changing. Mm-hmm. Whether it's, you know, over uh, a unit, uh, a division, uh, right? Um, or over a, a complete command, a geographical region in a nation, in a continent, right? It, and so on and so forth. It is extremely important, but these roles, these positions that are occupied by people, that they're given, they keep rotating. Mm-hmm. They keep changing. It's no different. Well, I'll say, and that is a um, secondary to what happens in the spiritual realm. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to the chain of command that we're going to cover in this part, we're going to keep it on the most basic sense. Amen. There's nobody standing in the way between you and the Lord, but we are going to talk about that. And then we're also going to talk about how to navigate other order sets that the Lord mm-hmm. has created and how they function in the body of Christ as well. So uh, we have some springboard scriptures that we're going to read. But before we get into that, we have one key term, which is sojourner. And sojourner just means a foreigner or a stranger who is living or traveling through a country or place that is not native to them. So we covered in the opening statement that we are from heaven. That's our home. And we are traveling through the earth. We are temporarily stationed here on the earth. And once our time on the earth is done, we will return to heaven. So where you start and where you end indicates where you're from versus where you um, live for just a temporary standpoint. So we're, um, aware that as sojourners, uh, we also have that mission that we've been given from the father. And again, keenly, we are not just sojourning in a country where the entire earth is a foreign place. And we're going to look at those. Abraham um, clearly being a, a key, um, example of that. Mm -hmm. Yes. He was called out of his, his home, in Ur of Chaldea, and and sojourned, mm-hmm. but also let's understand what he was looking for. It wasn't an earthly place. Mm-hmm. He was looking for the city made without human hands. Yes, and I think we have some scriptures on that. So let's read All over right. our springboard scriptures. Um, we have one, two, three, four of them that we're going to go over. So the first one will be First Peter chapter two verse eleven. Then we're going to go over Hebrews eleven eight through ten. Then John. 16, 28, and then John 8, 14, and 42. All right. 1 Peter 2, 11. Beloved, I urge you as aliens and strangers to abstain from fleshly lusts which wage war against the soul. Mm-hmm. And depending one. on your translation, you may have sojourner actually written there, but it tells you foreigner and stranger. Mm-hmm. Aliens and strangers. Right. Mm-hmm. Mine says sojourners and pilgrims. Mm-hmm. So those words are the, have the same meaning. Our second one is Hebrews 11, 8 through 10. It says, By faith, Abraham, when he was called, obeyed by going out to a place which he was ready to receive for an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. By faith, he lived as an alien in the land of promise, as in a foreign land dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, fellow heirs of the same promise. For he was looking for the city which has foundations, whose architect and builder is God. Amen. 
Amen to that. So that's a direct reference to, um, you'll, as you read through the new Testament, you'll hear the, um, apostles talking about putting off their tent, the, the physical body, the face that you see mm-hmm. when you reflected, when you look in the mirror is a temporal casing for your soul and your spirit. Um, it is actually what gives us physical authority to operate in the earth. Um, ghosts and, um, spirits like demonic spirits and things of that nature don't have permission or authority to operate in the earth which is why they need a human to cooperate with them Mm -hmm. they need a vessel someone to give them permission to transact business in the earth but our physical body is what gives us that authority that right and that permission legal permission to operate in the earth and so the reference here that Abraham dwelt in tents with Isaac and Jacob shows the temporary status of their, their place and how they were passing through, if you will. And, um, also then the spiritual reference, um, directly talking about Abraham started setting his mind on the heavenly abode and returning there. Amen. Next we have the gospel of John chapter 16, verse 28 says, I came forth from the father and have come into the world. I am leaving the world again and going to the Father. Amen. Amen to that. And the last, well, there's two verses in this one. John chapter 8, verse 14 and 42. 14 says, Jesus answered and said to them, Even if I testify about myself, my testimony is true. For I know where I came from and where I am going. But you do not know where I come from or where I am going. And verse 42. Jesus said to them, If God were your father, you would love me. For I proceeded forth and have come from God. For I have not even come on my own initiative. But he sent me. Amen. Amen to so, that. Remember, 1 John tells us that as Christ is, so are we in this world. So we have the same path that he followed from the Father through the earth back to the Father. And when we transition to the heavenly community, we'll have an appearance that we're not quite sure what it's going to look like at this point, but it'll be Mm -hmm. like him. However, we, we look and appear in our eternal state, it'll be like him. So now that's important to understand because um, referencing back to first Peter chapter two, the verse urged us to, um, abstain and resist the earthly lust and the fleshly lusts that were trying to come against us to sway and alter our perspective. Let's read that again. Beloved, I beg you as sojourners and pilgrims abstain from fleshly lusts, which war against the soul. Think about woman and man in the garden, the pressure that they felt from the adversary, the serpent to Mm -hmm. betray God, to indulge their lust, their desire for knowledge and understanding, or their desire to not be left out, whatever it was, that was pressure against their outward being and their, their soul to their mind, will, and their emotions to try to get them to, um, I'm sorry, I said outward, I'm an inward being, mm-hmm. um, pressure against their mind, will, and emotions, their intellect and their reasoning to get them to betray God and to get them to forfeit the authority that was given to them and f- forfeit eternal life that was also um, imparted to them already. So 
there's nothing new under the sun. The same thing is happening against every human that will come into this earth or has ever come into this earth. And the purpose of us understanding that we are sojourners is to help us um, focus in on what matters. The, the Lord said when he was here on the earth in his ministry that we should build our treasure in heaven to lay up treasure in heaven where moth is not going to destroy it. Rust isn't going to break it down. A thief isn't going to break in and steal and it's not going to perish, but to set our focus on the things that are eternal and lay up those treasures, let that be our prize and our purpose. Well, if you don't know and aren't keenly and acutely, that means in the front of your mind, focused on the fact that you are temporarily coming through the earth and you're here to do certain specific things, you will be drawn away and distracted by the lust of the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life. And you'll miss the high calling of God in Christ Jesus that's been imparted to you. Mm-hmm. While we are choosing here, choosing for God or for the, or for the adversary, we do have a unique mission that should be carried out that connects us to the the rewards or the awards that will be handed out in heaven did you finish the work that he assigned to you so as we were talking earlier jesus's mission while obviously huge for us he said very plainly often i glorify my father in heaven mm-hmm. so ultimately if we were to just simplify, get down to the core of our mission here, is to glorify our Father in heaven. Mm-hmm. Now, I say that because when you get down to the core in any military, right? We'll break this down boot camp style, right? It's simple, easy to understand. Mm-hmm. That is the key. We're there to do the bidding of the ultimately whoever is in charge. The president, right, commander-in-chief, mm-hmm. whatever they want or desire to have happen. And, of course, that order gets passed down mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. throughout, you know, each branch and the, um, well, I'll say joint chiefs of staff and secretary of each branch and the whole gamut all the way down to mm-hmm. whatever your unit or your mission is, your role that you have to fulfill, and... The expectation is that you will carry it out and you will do it in full, complete, lacking mm-hmm. nothing, no rework required. Amen. And oftentimes, things go south when the individuals lose focus of mm-hmm. why they're there Their purpose, and start right. trying to utilize the skills and whatnot that they have learned for their own purposes mm-hmm. for their instead own of carrying out what's required for the betterment of ultimately the nation mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and its citizens. Amen. Amen. They take that oath to, to protect. It's no and, different in and, the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. So what you mean by that is whenever you have a military service member that forgets that they are first and foremost a soldier, sailor, marine, airman, airman <laughs> right. I guess space force person now. Yep. I don't know what their, their name is called, but... When they forget that that's who they are first and foremost from the military perspective and start pursuing and seeking out the things that they desire. Um, I joined the military to get an education or I joined the military to... um, As a way to travel the world and to have all these experiences. You always find that there is a, a pull between them being 
fully engaged in their role as a service member Mm -hmm. and their service quality begins to slack. They forget their military bearing, which is um, the way they carry themselves in proximity to their chain of command, fulfilling their duties and obligations that have been assigned to them Mm -hmm. and honoring from a courageous, loyal and uh, honorful, honorable standpoint, upholding the constitution that they, they took an oath to, protect and whatnot or the united states they they start to betray that oath that they took in effort to live out their life their dream exactly. the way they thought it would happen and suit their benefits that that's a very good um very good um information that you shared with us my love and thank you so much for saying that because you see the same thing in the body of christ amongst god's warriors when you forget that first and foremost you are a son and daughter of the most high god a son or daughter of the most high god Mm -hmm. and that you are here to do the will of your father there becomes a battle between two masters those are the masters that the lord said he he referenced god and mammon but if you position yourself or any other thing as equal to god and you start to seek out your own desires you will betray god you'll love one and hate the other as as the scripture as the messiah himself said and um you will tear away from god or there'll be a constant struggle to keep yourself aligned with him so it's vitally important that we know what the chain of command is we respect the chain of command And we remain submitted to it, not grudgingly or out of obligation, but we do that willingly. So let's real quick talk about the order of the Godhead. You get that, honey? Sure. Well, in short, it's Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The three in one uh, is the Godhead. Uh, Oftentimes, you'll hear it referred to as the Trinity. Mm -hmm. um, That word is not typically found in Scripture. It's Godhead. Mm-hmm. But here's here's how they, I'll say, are made up. They are equal in deity, but willingly submitted to the order set by the Father and to each other as they fulfill their respective roles. Mm-hmm. And so what that means is the Son is not subjugated to the Father. Mm-hmm. There's no slavery attached to it. Uh, God the Father is not browbeating him or... Uh, sustaining some extra power over our Lord, the Son, Mm -hmm. the Lord and Savior, in any regard. Same is true with the Holy Spirit. But because of the great love of God and the wisdom of God and just the beauty and the power of the Godhead, they are willingly submitted to each other. Mm -hmm. And there is no subversion in them, but there is submission. And it's willing submission. It's humble and it's, um, it's godly. And they, there's no competition as they fulfill their respective or prospective roles. So each, each part of the Godhead has a role. Father has a role and tasks that are assigned to him. Son has his role and the tasks that are assigned to him. Holy Spirit has his role and the tasks that are assigned to him. Father doesn't do the son's role and then the son doesn't do the father's role. The Holy Spirit doesn't jump up and do the son's role and he doesn't jump up and do the father's role. They are all divinely submitted to that divine order. They're willingly submitted, I'm sorry, to that divine order that's set forth, set forth within the Godhead by the Father. Divine um, order, divine unity, without conflict. Mm-hmm. They work in perfect peace and absolute harmony. Yes, amen. Glory to God. So now reference, if you will, when uh, the Apostle Paul, I believe it was Corinthians, he was talking about how people carried themselves in the church. And he said, um, everything should be done decently and in order, order. right? 
and that there should be no confusion happening amongst the body of Christ. Why? Because anywhere that the Lord shows up, he brings that divine order with him. He brings that supernatural peace of God that passes all understanding Mm -hmm. everywhere that he goes. And his fruit, um, Galatians 5, if you could you look that up for me real quick, honey? Absolutely. His fruit that he brings is that that is um, resolving of issues and brings solace that only God can provide. Uh-huh. And whenever you get that, honey, you can just read it to us. Talking about the fruit of the Spirit? Yes, please. This is 522. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. I love how you brought out that divine order. Because we then have a response. No different than any military and any Mm -hmm. chain of command. We can be in order and in alignment with the order that's already been established or out of alignment and when the troops if you will the the forces are out of alignment many issues abound amen amen in first corinthians fourteen thirty three says this for god is not the author of confusion but of peace as in all the churches of the saints so when the lord shows up he brings himself which is an automatic bringing of peace. Now, peace does not mean um, gumdrops and fairy tales, rainbows and, you know, moonbeams. It doesn't mean that what you think it means. It means the peace of God that passes all understanding. Honey, you had something you want to say? Yeah, so there's some scriptures just as we were talking about Mm -hmm. the Godhead, Father, Mm -hmm. Son, and Holy Spirit, and how they function and operate. So let's go over some of that right now. Um, Okay. John 14.10 says, Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own initiative, but but the Father abiding in me does his works. Amen to that. Uh, Next is John 16, 13. It says, But when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, speaking of the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak on his own initiative, but whatever he hears, he will speak. He will disclose to you what is to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of mine and will disclose it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said that he takes of mine and will disclose it to you. Amen. Mm Mm-hmm. We've got one more scripture. We do. Hebrews 10, 7. Mm-hmm. Give me a second to get there. It says, Then he said, Behold, I have come. In the scroll of the book it is written of me to do your will, O God. Amen. Amen. So we see from those scriptures, I mean, there's a lot contained in the, mm-hmm. the verses that we read, but you see the divine submission that's in alignment. Amen. You see um, that there's no competition amongst the Godhead. Holy Spirit's not trying to one-up the Son 
or outshine the father. There's none of that. <laughs> Not at all. But divinely submitted and divinely cooperating with one another for one divine purpose. <laughs> perfect unity without conflict, perfect peace and absolute harmony. So... And they're operating and functioning not for their own glory, even though everything is to glorify the Father. Mm -hmm. They are clearly looking out for the saints. Amen. And have even sent angels to minister to the saints, right? As a, if you will, support elements and also, you know, protective. I guess everything is coming from the Lord. And, you know, we're covered under the shadow of his wings. Mm -hmm. And he is still doing things for the saints. Amen. A lot of times... I'll say in opposition in the military is to serve those at the head only, not so much the other way around. Mm -hmm. And the troops aren't always looked after or cared, cared for, for or mm -hmm. not, not a top priority or concern, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Not so in the kingdom of heaven and in the Lord's army. Amen. And, and even in a natural military, you'll see that a few protect and serve the many. Mm -hmm. They fight for the freedoms of the country in America in particular. Amen. But there's not always a reciprocation of gratitude for them for the work. But in God's kingdom, there's absolute balance, absolute, absolute. good, Absolutely. righteousness, holiness, and there's nothing lacking that should be there. So um, meditate on these scriptures. Go back and read them. In your, your free time, continue with the prayer um, strategy that we went over in the previous lab and keep working on your obedience uh, with the Father, absolute obedience. And um, listen to this again and meditate on the chain of your command and get ready um, in your heart so we can go a little bit deeper into this and go over some, some more key components. Thank you so much for being with us today. I just want you to know that you're loved. We love you. And God loves you absolutely. And you are blessed by God. We're keeping you in our prayers. And we look forward to seeing you back here for the next episode. Uh, remember to live your life in the Messiah's love. God bless you. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe.